Welcome to Green Energy Videos. My name is Simon Duncan and I'm the creator of Green Energy Videos. Green Energy Videos is an online video communications company focused specifically on renewable energy and sustainability. For this series of podcasts, I'll be focusing on the exciting and innovative approach to Australia's energy needs. There's something unique in northeast Victoria, Australia. Rolling hills, valleys of beauty, fine dining and wine, winter sports and more. But in this podcast series, I'm wanting to talk about something different. Renewable energy and how various communities of northeast Victoria are taking up this call and running with it in a unique and exciting way. Collaboration, survival, identity and empowerment are major themes I'm wanting to explore in this series. A catchphrase for this series might be, how can non-experts achieve so much? So please, listen, enjoy and hopefully be inspired. Welcome to another episode of Green Energy Videos. Today we're still on our renewable energy journey in the northeast of Victoria, but our story today focuses on an area that doesn't get much of a voice in the media regarding renewable energy, social housing. People who are renters, low-income earners or in social difficulties seem to have been left well down the list on public discussion or awareness. So, to delve into this area, I have Lisa Matskin from Beyond Housing. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Simon. Now, just quickly, I pronounced your surname correctly, didn't I? Tell me, how do I pronounce it? It's just Maxin. Maxin. Mm. Maxin. Yeah. That's okay. Maxin. It's important to get these things correct. (laughs) It's never been, it's never yet been. (laughs) Corrected. Okay. Well, then I feel much better that I'm not the first person that um, kind of had to be. But Lisa, so you are representing you Beyond Housing. Just for our listeners, can you tell us who Beyond Housing is? Yes, Beyond Housing is the largest community housing organisation in our region. Mm -hmm. Um, We cover um, an area from Wodonga down through Wangaratta, Shepparton, down to the Wallen area, Mm -hmm. over to um, Beechworth, Yarrawonga. Mm -hmm. So it's a wide area, Mm -hmm. a wide country area. And today we're coming from your Wodonga offices. That's right, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have um, over 100 uh, community housing properties in Wodonga mm-hmm. and um, most of our uh, renters are on low to moderate incomes so the solar project is a very welcome project. Yes yes which you are collaborating with Renew- Raw, Re- Renewable Aubrey Wodonga correct? That's it yeah, okay. yes. Um, just I've got some statistics here this has come from the Wodonga City Council website which is just for our viewers to give a bit of context on um, Wodonga here. Wodonga's got a population of 39,844 people, 16,521 dwellings, 932 social housing dwellings, which make up 6.2%. Uh, 72% low income renters in housing stress. And last, 15% of all requests for housing assistance reside in social housing. So from that, from beyond housing's perspective, can you give me a bit of an idea of the type of client, resident that you support? Um, we, um, as I said, low to moderate income, people who are, 
have will probably be renting mm. most, all of their lives, yeah. if not most of their lives. Um, they uh, come from uh, probably a background of renters. Um, sometimes we are helping people that um, have a disadvantage through mental health or family violence, mm. um, you know, drug and alcohol uh, issues. But on the whole, we um, we. We're just housing people who need our properties and who are eligible for those properties. Yeah. So you picked up on a good word there, renters. So, mm. like, if I'm a renter, even if I'm environmentally sound and I want to put solar panels on my roof, as a renter, that's not really an option, is it? No, um, it's a uh, it's a resource that um, it becomes a luxury almost uh, from a renter's perspective. Well, it certainly is, and even from homeowner, uh, you know, homeowners' perspectives, it, it can be a luxury as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, reducing energy costs is, is such a wonderful thing. And, you know, uh, solar, it's um, a, its from the sun. It's mm-hmm. a renewable, you exactly. know, um, source and it's clean and quiet. So what's not to like about mm-hmm. it? And from your residence perspective, uh, the benefits must be really kind of important to them, the savings. <laughs> well, yes, the savings they make on um, electricity or uh, utilities uh, that can then be um, put into things like health and education, yeah. the things that are really necessary to bring up a family, to, mm. to drive a family. And so this uh, collaboration relationship with uh, RAW, Renewable Aubrey Wodonga, uh, I understand that's a new uh, relationship. Could you just tell us a yes. bit about that between yes. yourself and um, RAW? New partnership, mm-hmm. um, a great partnership really because we're both um, looking for the same outcomes exactly. and that's you know giving people... Um, the chance to reduce their energy costs, but also um, helping us uh, as Beyond Housing as a responsible organisation reduce our environmental footprint as well. So we were really happy when RAW approached us to to be a part of this program. It's something that um, we probably, now that we've got the ball rolling with 10 properties in Wodonga, we'll be looking at other, you know, other grants and other opportunities we might be able to tap into across our region. We're just on that point, but before RAW kind of came to you, could have this been possible kind of really putting social uh, solar panels on housings? Was it in your agenda? Yes, it is. We do have a sustainability, you know, policy, but sometimes it gets pushed down yep, yep, down yep. the list. Uh, we, Although we are committed to it in um, our sustainability um, projects in other ways, mm-hmm. but solar is expensive. Um, but when uh, with our new buildings, uh, we are always looking for the option to be able to put solar on anything new that we're building across the region, not just in Wodonga, especially in our bigger centres like Shepparton, Wangaratta, um, Wallen, Seymour, those places. We do have uh, a few properties that we can say, yes, we will be putting um, solar panels on the roof. Um, but as I say, it it's always adds a cost to building a house. So from beyond housing's perspective, with what has RAW brought to the table on this collaboration? Because there's 10 housing uh, structures that you're putting uh, solar panels on in the Wodonga area. So for you and for Beyond Housing, how do you, what do you think is the, what does RAW bring to the table as a collaborative partner? Um, Well, a kickstart for Wodonga in our solar uh, journey. Also um, a great uh, new resource for us. I mean, it 
it adds value to our properties for starters. Anything that um, has a solar um, energy um, resource on it is um, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we also re- realise that um, our tenants are going to benefit greatly from having solar panels on their roofs. It's something that, as you said before, Simon, that these that people wouldn't have had the opportunity to tap into this resource if we hadn't done it for them, mm-hmm. or Raw hadn't come along and we hadn't partnered. Well, and we yeah, because uh, one of the uh, the themes in these podcasts is about collaboration between these northeast mm-hmm. uh, Victorian groups, and so Raw's uh, agenda and philosophy very much has the social equity, social housing element. So. I can imagine, uh, imagine the the marriage between beyond housing and raw were in philosophical and direction terms were very much in a line. Very much so. We probably yes, we have the same fundamental community um, benefits at heart. Yeah. I suppose mm-hmm. um, benefits for people who live in our communities, and it is local. Here we are, local organisations working together to give um, something, um, to put something into the community for the people that live in this community. What do you think, from Beyond Housing's knowledge and understanding, is the biggest misconception about social housing, kind of in the wider population? I think there's um, a misconception of the cohort of people that might live in social ha- or social and community housing. People who live in uh, our houses are the same as anybody else in the street. People wouldn't know where our houses are in in the streets in Wodonga and in the places where, for instance, in the, and other places. Because that's quite an important point for Beyond Housing is the quality of housing too. It's yes. uh, you know it's kind of uh, obviously very comfortable, very secure, and well 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 maintained and structured correctly. Yes, it is, and it's not. We have to move away from the con- uh, the yes the concept that it it's that daggy old social housing of the you know fifties and sixties. It's not that anymore. We are far more advanced and far more sophisticated than uh, perhaps what um, we're given credit for. And but then we're we're probably a young organisation. Yeah, how long, just to back to, I guess, my first question, Beyond Housing, any idea, like, or how long have you been involved with Beyond Housing yourself? I've been involved with Beyond Housing for 15 years, so um, quite a while, and we have recently changed our name to Beyond Housing. Uh, A few years ago, um, had a whole rebrand and uh, uh, to renew ourselves. Well, just in the in the fifteen years that you've been with Beyond Housing, what have you seen, kind of, in the sense of residents? Um, have they changed in any respects? Have their conditions changed? Have they intensified, or is it? Uh, how would you kind of encapsulate? Oh, residents haven't changed. I think that um, people uh, have come to us from different groups um, more and more the numbers have grown really Um, people that have been in housing stress um, through mortgage stress through um, rental stress through um, uh, it's sometimes difficult to hold down a rental because properties are sold or you know um, rents go up it makes it hard for people to be able to stay in the one place so yeah that can be very much taken for granted from well, maybe the general population especially homeowners this this concept of kind of security of where your residents are knowing hopefully that they're not going to have to move every six months every year uproot a family that they've got some sense of 
continuity and stability. Yes, and it's supply and demand in the end as well. So um, we, as I said, do build properties, but of course we can't keep up with the demand. But we, we do have statistics and we do um, build to um, places and people that we know um, where there's a great need. For instance, we've recently been building quite a number of singles uh, units across the region, uh, three of them here in Wodonga. So um, I think it's the volume of people coming to us more so than the difference in our cohort. How, how, how do people come to you? They can come to one of our four office locations and we're in the centre of each uh, town of in, in Wodonga, mm-hmm. as I said, Shepparton, Wangaratta, Seymour. So they, and they, can, they usually just come in to, or, and see us or they phone us um, and there's a various uh, um, other methods, emailing and we have all, you know, a website that people can contact us through. So um, we try to make it as easy as we possibly can. Um, of course, in our region, there's the tyranny of distance, and um, so we we understand that we do a lot of outreach to the smaller towns, in uh, out towards you know Yarrawonga, Cobram, um, and we outreach to Benalla and those sorts of places where we don't have an office. With the project that you're doing here in Wodonga with Raw, there are ten houses. Um, obviously, the savings on electricity will be the, one of the major benefits to the household but there's another question I'd like to ask what do you think it would do for the households for their sense of I don't know maybe control or identity over their energy you know previously it was kind of a very big cost oh yes absolutely it'll be wonderful for these households to be able to not have that reliance on um, those energy companies that of course you know the retailers that you have to deal with on a day-to-day basis sometimes or we do anyway but I mean not having to to be independent of that and and know that you've got uh, the clean quiet energy that it's guaranteed to to last a long time as well and being um, yes I say independent of you know the energy retailers um, fluctuations in prices um, mainly fluctuating upwards. Yes, yeah, yes. There's been a consistent bell curve going kind of, or duck curve, should I say. Mm. And for, for again, for low-income renters or in difficulties, that can just be kind of uh, stifling. It yeah. can just really kind of bring them under. The two residents that I have spoken to in this project, um, obviously they're echoing <coughs> what you said about kind of the benefits that they hope to um, gain from this financially, which means they can place that money in other areas and the theme on the two residents I've spoken to is very much back putting that money back into their family back into their kids yeah. back in education health a whole range of areas where that money's not going or sport you know a, whole, yeah, a whole all range these of things. activities we also you know as far as our the properties we maintain and build and we try to install appliances that are, appliances that are as energy efficient as, as possible but you know there's nothing like having uh, you know some uh, having the solar energy it's it's terrific mm, excellent and uh, you you mentioned this earlier on but going forward the future okay this project is 10 houses but um what are your kind of ambitions or feelings of moving forward and collaborating with raw potentially on future projects 
Oh, we will keep talking with Raw and keep, you know, keep up our, the conversation. Because the demand's there for <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. That's not going away, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, we've got the... Um, um, yeah, we've got the demand, so um, we can. I'm sure we can work, work together in the future to to look at other, you know, small projects, big projects. We're we're happy to to explore and um, initiate even. So uh, and we're we're in this for the long haul. And as I said, this is a great kickstart for Wodonga, and we have do have some other small projects going on in other parts of our region, but but this one is probably, you know, right yeah, up there. Yeah, from that point of view, from beyond housing, this relationship with Raw, is that quite a, a first off, um, like compared to your other towns of Shepherd and Wangaratta? Like, have you had any other community groups coming forward in collaborations or proposing collaborations of this nature? Probably, no, not, not as far as uh, renewable energy is, um, not the focus on renewable energy. We do have... Um, many networks and partnerships with other services and support groups and um, we've recently, you know, I recently went to uh, a Solar Vic workshop in Melbourne. Um, they want solar across Victoria. So, but of course there's a little bit of controversy in, you know, how you how do you get in and who's in? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it, there's always kind of nice, the big big idea is great, but then... But that, then again, beyond housing, you really are at the front line. You are kind of uh, in contact daily with the residents of these um, social housing groups that you support. So you know what their needs are. Oh, for sure, yes. And it's, as you say, it's not in the media, it's not out there. But I think that, and it's probably something that's not thought of. It's, um, um, you know, things like... And rightly so, I guess, um, things like education and um, health, these sorts of things are always in the media. But I think it is starting to bleed in the sense of the, the phrase of energy poverty has kind of started to um, uh, rear its head in some media outlets and that. And I know across uh, internationally, especially um, in the UK, uh, very cold winters. And, um, and Wodonga here is, uh, is mm. quite a, you know, a, a cold winter. So again, for your residents here to be able to have that kind of heating on and not be so concerned or less concerned about the bill that comes at the end of the month rather than prior to that they might have had to kind of turn a heater off in a room mm. and kind of uh, put put more jumpers on and etc. Yeah, energy poverty that's that's a, that's a, a new term and I think it's quite correct and as we were talking about before Simon the the rise in energy prices and uh, you know it's the fossil fuels debate is on, you know, is in our face all the time. And, of yeah. course, oil and gas and, you know. And, yes, yes, so to, to have these res residents, okay, to have solar panels on is wonderful. But the, the really the end game is to take some of the burden away from this kind of uh, utility cost that the kind of the, they're straddled with or strangled with each month in some cases. Yeah, yes, and uh, it, it will be a significant... Um, reduction in costs in household living and um, as I said we try to make the properties that we um, main uh, that we own and maintain as as, as cheap to, as possible to run I guess yeah. you know like water wise gardens and tanks where necessary that sort of thing so it's um, we're always looking at ways to reduce costs uh, for our tenants. And when again, not speaking directly for raw, but raw kind of uh, 
focus is very much on this social equity, social housing, and an interesting kind of statistic, Wodonga has the highest disconnection rates um, from electricity in Victoria. So there is definitely kind of a need to kind of bring this support uh, to this community here and to uh, other communities across the Beyond Housing Network. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting statistic. I, I a scary one. It uh, is a not scary very pleasant one. to hear, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a reality. It's, yeah, it is, and I, I I wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have thought Wodonga you know would top the list, but that there it is. Yeah, definitely driving through Wodonga, that is not something that is jumping out to you immediately at all, at all. No, no. So it's um it's good to know, yeah. and um, it's good that we're doing uh, you know that we've partnered to do this together and uh, who knows what else we can bring um, to the table between us um, you you once once you've formed a partnership you try and we you try and keep it especially if it's a good one um, to keep the ball rolling for the future that's an excellent way for us to finish off here i'd like to thank lisa for speaking with us today about a topic that i think a lot of listeners out there really will be interested in and finding out more about but the relationship between renewable aubrey wodonga and beyond housing i think is quite a a first and a unique one and for listeners out there i'd suggest getting on the web and following both these structures to see how this project develops i'd like to thank lisa for coming today thank you simon Thank you very much. This episode of Green Energy Videos was produced by Simon Duncan and Juliet Milbank.